Taco Brothers Podcast. Where two brothers from another mother come together to talk about what's going on in urban pop culture, sports, music, health, and real issues that face our community. These people here, what they do, they for real. All straight with no chaser and a splash of comedy. <laughs> Very funny. This is Talk, Talk, Talk of Brothers Podcast. Let's get this thing going. And now your hosts, Gody and Smash. What's happening, everybody? It's your boy, Go D. And it's your boy, Smash, coming at you. I want to welcome you guys to another episode of Talker Brothers Podcast. What's happening, Smash? Nothing much, man. Just trying to stay warm out here in these streets. Yeah, there's no streets in the Ozarks, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> you trying to stay straight warm in them woods? <laughs> but, oh, yeah. But look here, everybody. We got a, we got a special guest on 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 a, on a line for you guys today. His name is Barry Brewer. Um, you've... You've probably seen him on Comedy Central, BET, Comic View, TV One, Who's Got Jokes. Um, he's an actor, comedian, uh, producer. I'm looking at his looking at his bio, man. He has a lot of other credits uh, under his belt as well. What's happening, Mr. Brewer? What's up, man? How y'all doing? Thanks for having me. Oh, no problem, man. I'm glad you took time out for us, man, out your busy schedule. We've been playing tag here for about about two weeks now, but we finally got a chance to <laughs> to link up and, and give the people something something to to uh, listen to and and see who you are. You know, because I think think you're one of the dopest comedians out here, man, one of those rising stars, and I think, you know, I, I want to get you on before you blow, you know, because once you once you blow, you know, you're going to be like, I don't have the time for you, brother. Maybe no, I ain't time. like that. I'm going to try, I'm going to try to have time, but it is, I I'm blo- I, I don't know what's happening right now, but my time is getting really thin, like, yeah. <laughs> but it's a blessing. It's not a bad thing, man, so I'm just grateful to be here, man. Thanks for having me on, you know, any opportunity to share my story and to share what I do and to gain more followers and fans of my work, man, is a blessing. So yeah. thank you so much for yeah. introducing me to your crowd. Because I was asked, like, you're like the, maybe the second or the third, second or third comedian that we've had on the pod, right? So okay. one friend of mine was like, man, you sure like to have comedians on your, on your pod. <laughs> and I'm like, well, there's two reasons for that. One is comedians are self-promoters, right? So if right. I reach out to a comedian, he's more than willing to self-promote himself. You know, versus if if it's an actor or or sports or somebody in the sports or something like that, they don't really like it. Doesn't really matter to them. They'll either do it or they won't. You know, so it's kind of. But my other thing is that um, I'm big on comedy and I want to see people laugh. You know what I'm saying? No matter what happens in your day or in your life, laughter can definitely cure those pains. You know, so I, I, I definitely want to have somebody on there like like of yourself because you're that type of comedian to me that takes everyday life situations and turn them into funny. Thank you. I am. I like doing that and I appreciate that. I agree. Laughter is is so much going on in the world and you look and turn on TV from the news to the political climate to every aspect, especially being African Americans. Um there's just so much things that just negative and just down. I mean, laughter is such a such an important thing in this day and time, man. So I'm grateful to be one of the people to bring them to bring it to the world. Uh, we definitely look glad to have you, man. But no so doubt. tell us, tell us what's got what got you into uh, wanting to be a comedian. What- uh, man, to be honest with you, I just like to laugh. I love to laugh, <laughs> and um, you know, we always crack jokes and just be funny and make people laugh for that reason. Just loving to see people laugh. When I was 19. Was got this uh, church. I used to play for this community choir, and I always used to be at this guy's house that's over the choir. I was the drummer at the time, 
but I play keys now, but I was transitioning. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he was like, man, you should do some jokes for the concert. And I'm like, for real? He's like, man, you funny. You know, when people say you funny, you don't be believed. You're like, ah, okay, yeah. So he's like, no, really. So he convinced me to put together a little set for the for the uh, concert at the church, man. And I put my things together that I thought was funny. Got a standing ovation my first time. Really? Ever doing stand-up, man. And I always say it was like, it was a blessing. I found something I didn't even know I was looking for, man. And it's, and I've been doing it ever since, man. You know, when you're 19, you're trying to find what you want to do in life. Yeah. yeah. You now you're trying to see, okay, what kind of career can I choose that's going to make me a you know, stable living? And so when I found comedy, I was like, man, this is what I want to do for sure. So I got went after it. So Dang, what, man. What was what was that that point of like that was like you really want to do it. But what was that one moment within your career? Because you've been doing this for like what, 16 years now, 17 years? 16, yeah, 16, 16 years. years. So yeah. at what point were you like, man, this is I know this is my career path? What was that defining moment? Um, it was probably the first year. Like, I really knew I wanted to do because I had a gift. You know, people always say, man, it's hard. It's hard. Like, yeah, it's it's not as hard when you're gifted. You know what I mean? When some people pick up certain things, you can tell it's a gift. Some kids pick up an instrument and they just it just comes to them naturally, kind right. of. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I believe that was, you know, what I was fortunate to have. And so I knew early on that this is what I wanted to do. It was just me trying to make sense of how do I maximize this gift to become a career. Cool, yeah. So so you wrote a skit for church? Because, I mean, that had to be hard being a comedian and trying to not, you know, be too foul or use foul language in the church, you know? <laughs> no, but that's, see, that's what the difference <laughs> is. You could be a comedian. I'm a clean comic, but, okay. you know, comedy is not, I know sometimes black, <laughs> our, our, our king of comedy is like the Richard Pryors, the Eddie Murphys. And so all of them were very, very raunchy. But comedy is not raunchy. Comedy is comedy. And then whoever that person is that is gifted, whether they're raunchy or not, that's how they uh, give you their style of comedy. Right. Um, so I had an older guy thought I wasn't funny because I told him I was a clean comedy. He's like, oh, you ain't blue, you ain't. It's an older cat, you know, come from the back <laughs> in the day. He's like, oh, no, if you ain't this, I ain't talk. Oh, man, if you ain't blue, man, you ain't funny. You yeah. know? <laughs> was one of the greatest, you understand me? I was like, okay, brother. He's like, are you funny? Yes, sir, I'm funny, man. He's older guy, so I was trying to be respectful. He's sitting all in my face. Uh, <laughs> you, know he was, you know he was real mad when he spit in your face. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and didn't apologize nothing right. like not, <laughs> you just got wiped it off like i just gotta take whatever this man got just to get him um, out of my face <laughs> yeah so long story short let me show you how i turned full circle years later this man walks up to me he's like i was wrong i was wrong came to my show at the comedy union here i do in la this was years ago and, and you know he just so happened to be at this comedy show and saw me perform uh -huh. and um yeah then I, he got to see see me in action just the so, same guy the same guy because <laughs> we were in the line of a, we were doing background work mind you this is this is easily 12 years ago uh and then maybe two years from that point he saw me perform at a show that he was just randomly at that i was performing at and walked up to me and he remembered who i was right okay. uh and so yeah so you know uh, basically what i'm saying it wasn't hard for me because i was a clean guy or i you know profanity wasn't something i used often you know, being a church, yeah. you know, going to church and trying to trying to live the way I thought I should. Right. Now you catch me on the basketball court, you might have to pray for me. But, uh, <laughs> uh, 
but you know in my regular life i tried to you know talk a certain way so being right. funny in church wasn't it wasn't a hard stretch and it, i knew church you know it, i was a musician right. in church so is is that a a, a choice that you you said i'm going to do this because i want to be able to be able to go into many different avenues or it was just no. that's just no. this is just who, it was I, just am. who I was okay exactly and right. people often ask that it's just who i was comedy is definitely being honest it's an artistry that's you know the greatest artistry of any uh style genre or any um you know piece of entertainment whether it be singing actor you're being yourself to the core and i think that's what people really appreciate okay so yeah i think you know it was just me being myself and then you know being a clean comic came with benefits obviously as i got into it but i didn't be clean for that reason right right so but you but you can i mean I, i've listened to many of your skits and i listen to a lot of stuff that you do on on youtube and um funny is funny man you know sometimes it's yeah. you know you can you can have everything has its place you know i mean every, some yeah. things are pg that it's good some things that's rated r is just as good as well you know it just depends on who you are and what you are so i I, I I admire that you you stand and you're not changing who you are just to make it. That's 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 admirable, man. That's real admirable. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. I really do, man. And um, like I tell people, it's just me being me, you know. And I'm fortunate that I, you know, I can say I was gifted at it. So yeah. it wasn't about being vulgar or not. It was just about the gift and me working on my craft and getting great at it. Yeah. And you got that church background, so you know you got God on your side. Yeah. Oh man. That's, that's, <laughs> Hey, that's the most important actually. <laughs> <laughs> and, right. <laughs> and he does a he does a mean uh what's his name? Ray Charles. He does a mean Ray Charles. It was oh. you and uh Cinescape with you and um what's the guy London, that? London Brown? Yeah, yeah, yeah. From uh, uh from Ballers. Yeah. Yeah, from the, the HBO Ballers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, we was doing a stand-up show. We was just randomly at uh this place called Tommy T's. I was headlining. Uh -huh. uh, for the weekend and I brought the piano because I sit at the piano and do jokes from the keyboard as I do my stand-up but he does impressions I actually don't do impressions right. so that was that's about the only impression I do and I more so do an impression of Jamie doing Ray more so than Ray <laughs> <laughs> than you doing Ray himself right I'm impersonating I'm impersonating a, impersonating <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for that compliment. That's the first compliment of my impersonations that I've ever had. So, I, <laughs> so, but so, what, what's on the horizon for you, man? I know you. you like, I'm looking at you. Um, I, I've been following you for a few months now, and um, it, it, it seems like it's picking up. Like I'm watching you, and, yeah. and you're growing, and it's moving faster for you. So, what's what's what momentum is is taking you to where you want to go right now? Man, I, you know, it's kind of that thing when it says opportunity meets preparation. I believe uh -huh. that's what's um, happening in this very moment. Um, it's a lot of things happening right now. What I'm most excited about is my first and my debut stand-up special that's coming out on February 19th on Everywhere. It's called Chicago, I'm Home. It's an hour special, man. It's, uh, it's really special, you know what I mean, just as far as the content and the funny of it. So that'll be out on this on pre-order right now on iTunes. iTunes yeah. um, and it'll be on all platforms on the 19th. So it'll be on Amazon, Google Play. It'll be on demand, on cable, on DirecTV, Infinity, Comcast. Oh, wow. Okay. Man, yeah, so you can go and find it everywhere. Let's get into that, man, because because this is one thing. I mean, <laughs> listeners, I'm going to tell you, man, this brother is jumping out on faith. Um, this is a self-promoted, self-produced um, special. He doesn't have he doesn't have any backing from anybody. This is so. What made you 
jump out like that, man? What made you say, you know what, in order for me to get this special, it's just time for me to do it myself? It, it was about where I was in my stand-up career. You know, after, like I felt like I had something to truly say as a stand-up. I watched all the greats and the great stand-up specials over the years, and it was about me being confident that I'm ready. I'm ready for my hour special. It ain't just about, like, I really have, I'm ready to make my stance and say what I have to say and make my mark in the comedy game. So, you know, ain't nobody checking for me, and I know I'm ready, so I got to make it happen myself. And I developed that mindset a lot early on in my career. When I came out here, there was a comedian named David Arnold who has, uh, he's a writer, <laughs> Oh, you know David David Arnold? Yeah, he's been yeah, on, he the on the show before. Yeah, he's oh, been on, on the show, show before. Oh, nice. That's <laughs> bro. Yeah. Uh, really nice guy, but told me early on, man, you got to do your own thing. You got to write. You want to be a film? You got to write. Do this. So early on, I started writing my own films, doing short films that I created, wrote, directed. So I kind of was already in that mindset. Like, I'm not going to wait for someone to believe in me. I'm going to start believing in me and creating content and, and connecting with the audience and building my following. So it's kind of like I've been in that mind frame, but this was a bigger step. And I just, uh, like I said, God, he said earlier, just believe in God. If he, invent if he gave me this vision to do it, and he'll provide the resources. And so yeah. it's been a faith walk ever since as it has been today. And it's been, and it's benefited me up to this point. Yeah. I love so, it. So what are, what other things that you have going on? I know you, you, you're on that writing side and that producing side. Um, what other adventures you have going on as far as on that aspect? Okay. Well, right now, I'm just the only thing I got on as I produce, um, but I am on a show that's coming out on Netflix for Black Census, Black History Month. I'm on a show called Kevin Hart's Guide to Black History, where me, him, Tiffany Haddish, Little Rail are all on Netflix. On Netflix, it comes out February 8th. Okay. And it's basically an homage to all the uh, black um, historians that did different things in, in history that didn't get the notoriety that they should have. And okay. so it's bringing a funny twist to it, and a lot of us are reacting, diff I mean, inter um, reenactments of those okay. moments. I play a character called Matthew Henson. Who okay. was um, one of the first people so, to discover? So you North said Rail is on this with you guys, right? Yeah, Lil Rail, yeah. Tiffany Haddish. Okay, so yeah, I seen the clip on um, I, I think it was on your Facebook page, matter of fact. Yeah, I seen. So I plan on checking that one out. So yeah, was it was it better than the the clip? Was it better than the the clip from uh, Rail Show <laughs> Smash? You know what I'm getting at? Yeah, I know where you about to go. <laughs> Wait, what clip from what? Did, did you uh, see Rail Show when he did the uh, Black History? Or uh, no, not Black History. He did the Nat Turner and Harriet Tubman. Yes, I saw that. When I actually went and saw it with his screening, they not okay. Did you? Okay, yeah. well, I didn't really. I didn't really. That one like hit it. home to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I like Rail, but that one yeah. was a rough, rough. That one. was a rough watch. It was a rough watch. But the show is good now, though. It's getting better. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah. His <laughs> show has definitely grown. Yeah, it's a lot of different things that goes into creating the show, you know, with the network and their their writers and real trying to get his creative control. So yeah. there's a lot of that going on, and he's trying to get his chance to express himself freely. I think that's what made Martin's show so great is he had creative Total control. control yeah. You know what I mean? And that's going to be a very important uh, a position for comedians like Rail, myself, and whomever just has it to be yeah. able to create in the moment. So it's about a network trusting you in that way. Because we're, I mean, we're definitely, don't get me wrong, we're definitely rooting for Rail because what he's doing, it's, it's kind of almost a mirror of like what, um, 
Martin Lawrence did, you know, showing a lot of different characters, portraying the different characters and and just putting his little his his little spin on it. So it, I'm I'm rooting for him, man. I, I definitely want to see his his show succeed and and uh you know, there's not enough of us on TV. So I definitely don't want it's anybody not. to I don't want him to sh- to be able to shoot himself in the foot to the point where, you know, they they decide they don't want it back. So I'm glad that they're and you can see the progression in the show like you're saying with the creative control that there's they're starting to get to that medium where the shows are starting to be, you know, what we're expecting from real because I, I, when he's when this show initially came out, I was like, man, I, I hope this works out though. So, <laughs> so yeah, you, no, I, I feel the same way, man. I mean, a little real started. Uh, he started maybe a year or two before me in Chicago, but we came up in Chicago. Uh, I was there for two years before I moved to LA, and then every time I came back home, so I'm you know, me and Lorel did who's got jokes together on the same season. Me, him, yep, and Tiffany had it. Yep, and, you know, yep we've been working for a minute, man. So anybody that gets to a plateau where they've been trying to get for a long time it's a blessing and i hope that he's able to sustain it and to be you know great in that space when it comes to the creative side and whether i like it or not i don't really get into that side because everybody's creative creativity yeah. is different yeah, different yeah. yeah i just hope it wins man i definitely support it and try to support it i don't watch it as much because i'm i'm just moving around um, and I try to, but I do have it on DVR to record it so he can get the ratings and uh, exactly, exactly, you know. And I'm grinding over here, but yeah, man, that's you know, I wish everybody the best, man. I want to see everybody win. It's enough room at the top for everybody, so yeah, it is. So, it's, it so is. like you're saying, they, they take the uh creative side when y'all, you know, you're trying to put your stuff out there. So you're an entrepreneur and you writing all your stuff, and I'm pretty sure you're gonna get picked up on your own show here in the near future. Thank you. How, how, how would that? play with you if they try to take your creative control would you still be apt to do the show or would you be like you know i won't kind of full control if i you know what i'm saying yeah i wouldn't say i probably won't get full control if they're putting it they're backing it and they're using their platform but it's all about how you come in too uh you know i have it's about proving like i got a web series dropping in a month or two that i produced and shot so it's about you trying to prove to them that you're capable of controlling it you know what okay. I mean? So it, yeah. it definitely has a lot to do with how you come in. So I'll be trying to fight for that from jump to give to be a creative consultant for everything. So yeah. I'll try to fight for that position coming yeah. in. But if for whatever reason I'm not able to get it, you know, um, yeah, I wouldn't turn it down necessarily. But I, you know, it definitely has to be within my brand of comedy. Right. So okay. you know, I'm not, I'm not into the, uh, uh, I'm not into like. N- Challenging what I believe to right, you okay. know, you know I got to control, but it got to align with my yeah. brand. If that yeah, makes exactly. Sense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I got. Like, I don't care about the money or nothing like that. At the end of the day, I've been grinding on my own now. I, you know, because at the end of the day, once you have the following, they really can't say nothing. They usually, right. you know, real was in a unique scenario that he got the movie that he got. But once you have a following, they yeah. really got to give you creative control because it's like. The people come to see me, you know, yeah. you're not yeah. giving me an audience, you know, right. so that's that's the hope. But, you know, you try to work it out as much as you can. If they really love you and they bind into your brand, you sit there and you just tell them like, hey, I know what's funny. And I would tell any network exec, like, hey, man, I'm at the clubs. I'm in the world making people laugh all the, right. all the time. I have more of an understanding of what's funny than you do. That's yeah. just the real. 
Yeah, <laughs> and that and that's why I'm rooting. I'm really rooting for you because one that you you taking control of your situation and you making the most of your situation. You're not sitting around letting another 16 years pass. Right. Exactly. That's exactly my point. Yeah, and that's why you got to put the work in now so that at that plateau you'll be able to have that that conversation and maybe real couldn't have that conversation as much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because he hadn't really produced in anything on his own that that maybe they respected or have you. So, um, but again, man, I I'm rooting for everybody, man. I'm just going, oh, yeah. and I want to be in position of power. I do want to see a lot more black people on 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 TV. And how you do that? You don't argue with them about them not giving you opportunities. <laughs> you create your own. So yeah, that's exactly, what I'm man. At, and I, you know, it's some things I don't understand. But we're all different people. I come from right. a different cut i'm just different you know i'm all i'm all about trying to help everybody win and trying to be you know i'm the kid that can play ball but i'll let somebody that can't play on my team just because i don't want them to sit out okay you know what i mean and and i and i definitely that's definitely holds true for you because uh, like on instagram um a lot of people get on instagram they go they do the live thing and they just it's all about them Right, yeah. they're just talking up, talking what they're doing. Like I can't really care less about what you're eating or what you're, you know, what you're saying. But mm-hmm. what you usually do is, you know, whoever says I want to join you, you you let, you let them on in and you talk to them. You know, you 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 actually talking to the people and letting them understand who you are. And it's it's a rhyme to, rhyme and reason behind that. But most of them don't do it. You know, they like you don't want to be like you kind of standoffish. But no, you're more of you know, let me oh. know. You know why you like my comedy. You know, tell me what you. You know, how does it? How, yeah. does, it, how does my comedy affect you? You know, how yeah, does it, these are people. Yeah. Yes, man. And I don't ever want to change that, man. No matter how great I get, I'm learning that. You know, you know, you can't let everybody in. But I don't want to be like that, man. I, I just want to be the people's champ, bro. Like I'm, I've been an underdog a long time, and um, yeah. You know, you wear that hat like you trying to prove it, and you can be great, but until everybody buys in and say, oh yeah, you great, then everybody else kind of joins, right? Yeah. So at the end of the day, at the highest of my career, I just want people to understand, man, if nothing else, no matter what you do, you can do and be whatever you want. And my life is a testament to that. And so, and I want to treat people just like you are a person. And none of my gifts, and none of the gifts that I've been blessed to have makes me better than you. And only that God gave me those gifts and those gifts is what brought me to this plateau. So me to look down on you or to be standoffish or treat you like you're less than, I just think makes no sense. And I think it really shows that you really don't understand why you're gifted and why you have what you have. Yeah, because your voice is, your voice can, can, a lot of people forget that the spoken word weighs heavy. And if you're using your, your gifts for, for positives, it'll go just as much as if you're not selling out or selling your soul just because you're trying to make a dollar. Like you were on, you did an interview on Windy City Live, and they were talking talking about the special, and you was like, I had to do the like I'm you li- you're living in L.A. right now, but yeah. you, it was it was important for you to go back to Chicago and do that special in Chicago, not yeah. just because that's where you're from, but just so that it can reflect to those less than or they can see something. Hey, look, I come from the same place you come from. I had to endure the same things you were enduring it, but listen, look, I can make it, and that was that's important, man. I'm glad that you did it that way, and, and you're Thank taking you, the steps to do it. That's what you're doing, and doors about to open, man. It's about to blow up. Oh yeah, Again, I can tell, man. Smash was like, man. <laughs> Smash was like, well, you, you show you. I said, man, listen, bro, this dude here is something about this dude, and I want to make sure that I can get a chance to talk to him and see him and, and let him know what I feel and what I think of him as a comedian wow. and just as a person before he blows because it's about to happen for you, bro. Trust oh, yeah, it's me. about to blow. I, I can tell, man. 
Thank it's you, man. I appreciate y'all, man. That I feel it, man. And I just grateful to keep hearing it and confirmations keep coming in. Yeah. And I'm grateful, man. And I'm grateful just about keeping my mind and my my focus on what's important, man, and never losing that, man. Because I just want to be effective at that place and at that level. Yeah. I don't want to just be another famous comedian. Like, oh, he's funny, and that's it. Like, <laughs> I really want to be effective with that influence and with that fame and the money. I want to do something that, you know, when my life is over, you know, it was meaningful right. that I got to that plateau because right. people's lives are better because I, you know, came right. this way. You want to so. you want to affect change. And see, that's what I, and that's what I'm always we always have that discussion about how can you affect change? You know, what what is your purpose for being here? You know, yeah. and, and do you want to do you want to just be known as just being funny or you want to be known no. as, as somebody that actually provoke change? You know, you, right. you can't change everything. Right. No. But if, if, if you can take that little piece, <laughs> if you take a little piece and I take a little piece and smash, take a little piece and. It, it, it starts to mushroom, you know, things like what T.I. doing, Big Mike doing, all these rappers are starting to do, Meek Mills, that's what I, this is what I want to see, this is what I, you know, before we perish and go on to the light, you know, that we are evoking change, you know, we're not just mm -hmm. sitting back waiting for a handout, we're actually seeing things happen for us, and we understand the plight where we come from, and, and just making a, a difference, man, it may not be a big difference, but at least you can lay your head down at night and say, you know what, I gave it a good, I gave it a good try. Man, it's nothing. To, <laughs> hey, my mom used to say that. She's like, if you try your best, I don't care how hard you feel. If you give it to, if you gave it your all, yeah. you're a winner in my book. And yeah. that's all you can do in life. And that's I, my my goal in life, man, is to leave here empty. Leave here and everything that I was meant to be and to do on this earth, try to accomplish that, bro. So I don't be, you know, it's funny when people have conversations with me. Like I'm a comic, but it's just so many different layers. Like I'm not all about, you know, I think that's my gift, but yeah. there's so much more I want to do in the world, bro. So I'm grateful for that opportunity. Thank y'all for seeing it, man. Thanks for having me. Me, man, I really appreciate it. Oh, no doubt. You know, just remember, just remember us little people, man. When you, when you, when I'm you saying born, that. Right? I you hate when people saying? say that. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody say that. First of all, <laughs> you ain't little, man. Like you said, you're going to hold your peace. Yeah. You're going to keep bringing artists and talents on here giving them a platform to express their story and to share what you've seen in them man that's a nothing but encouragement as much as you feel like i'm on y'all show and y'all getting to see me man it's a blessing and it's confirmation and what i supposed to be doing that you all would seek me out to say right. hey man can you be on our show and you just never know who's going to hear this this podcast and what can happen for me or for you right. you know what i mean exactly. so it's a blessing for everybody man so thank you again man thank you yeah hey, I, I just like man and I know, like you said, you're going to blow up, but I like that you're humble, man, and I like that. So keep that when when you do blow up and hit that big stage. Thank you. Stay man. humble. <laughs> my, man, my manager texted me like a week ago, and she said, she said, are you ready? Because things are starting to happen. And, um, yep. <laughs> and she said, are you ready? And I said, yeah. She's like, just don't lose your way. Don't stay humble. I mean, stay humble like you are. And I told her, I said, you know what? I know people say, I ain't going to never be. I said, I think it's gonna be real hard for me to be arrogant because I already, I know why I'm here. Like, I know why, I know the gifts that God's, like when you understand God gave you a gift, right? you can't walk around yeah. proud. You yeah. know what I'm saying? If right. I gave you a car and I bless you with a car and you want to act all big and bad, I come right back and take that car from you, bro. Right. It's not, oh, right. What's going to die or break yours. on you? It's not yours, right? Yeah. Not, I gave it to you, bro. I let you hold it. I let yeah. you right. I gave it to you for a purpose, so use it correctly. You feel right. me? Yeah. So if I don't never lose that perspective, which I 
hope and pray I don't because I I, I don't know. And then his life is over for me. But <laughs> <laughs> I've been poor. I've been we done went through the trenches. I know how that feel. I don't right. ever want to come back. Go here. back, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. Trust me on that, bro. We we I ain't gonna we never get too there, high man. where I can fall like that, bro. So I, you know, but thank you, Smash. I definitely will keep that in mind, man, and just understand what my purpose is, and I'll, I'll try to never lose that concept. Most definitely. So we gonna we gonna get to some something we call revoke your black card, mm. all right? So Smash, go ahead, go ahead, explain to him and the listeners how this works. It's just a um, it's a bunch of questions that I'll ask, but they uh, they got multiple choice. Some of the questions will have a exact answer, but then some of them are just you pick what you think is the best answer for you. Okay, cool. So it's it's real simple. So I'm I'm a, I'm gonna just throw this one out there. This one gonna get you. This is a pass. <laughs> this gonna get you in to keep your black card automatically. Because if you can't answer this question, then we just need to shut the whole thing down right now. <laughs> I, I feel very you proud got- to have my black card. I ain't never got my black card. Because <laughs> and, and you even said you watched it growing up. So, what was the call sign on the radio station that Martin Payne worked at? WZUP. Yep, I, I wasn't even gonna read the uh, things because I was like, if y'all don't know, what's up? What's, what's up? up? <laughs> I don't think it's fair to ask me Martin questions. I'm like, I'm, Martin is my favorite comic, so like my special looks like you so crazy, like the set, like the feel, like that's what I wanted. Okay, yeah. so, and that, and that's Martin why I threw that one in there because you said it earlier. Yeah, I was like, all right. day, who's, all so day. who's your favorite character on Martin? Not favorite him. Character. His what his character? I can't choose him. I can't. No, choose you can't him. choose him. You got to choose one of um, his characters. Dang, my favorite character was um, out of Martin's characters, not the other characters. Mm, that's hard. That's tough. Um, it hmm. gotta be. <laughs> Dang, that's hard. I never even thought about that. It's probably Shanene <laughs> or Bob from marketing. Wait, let me think. Let me think real quick. I forgot about Bob from marketing. <laughs> nah, Bob from marketing and Roscoe is funny too. Like, ask me and ask me am I the one? Like, he's funny too. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say Shanene because Shanene had layers to her. You know what I'm saying? Like, she was. He really, he really. You sometimes watch her as I mean him play her and forgot. It was him. Him, right. <laughs> you know, I think all the other characters were more close to his natural personality, but Janae yeah. was just, she was just like a, a personality of her own. So I <laughs> I would say Janae. Yeah. Dragonfly Jones. He had so many oh, good characters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my fans in them. <laughs> it's it's kind of hard. It's, it's kind of like with Martin show, man. It was so, it was, it was so, we, like we had, it was like Fred Sanford and and the Jefferson and Good Times. Do you it was know a, comedy? No. Yeah, the yeah. The fact bro. that you listen, the fact that you named those specific shows, because those are the shows I believe Martin was very inspired by, because right. they all held that same essence from yeah. Fred Sanford and uh, Esther and um, uh, Florence and 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 um, George and um, you know what I'm saying, Louise, like that dynamic yeah. with Pam and Martin and um, yeah, man. And the thing about Martin that I hope newer. Uh, people that get the opportunity to do their own show to understand like even though Martin had a lot of craziness 
like it was authentic. Like yeah. his craziness, you believed it, even though it was a stupid King B. Remember King yeah. B? <laughs> I mean, it was just so much. But it was, but what I was saying was, it was like it was a, a a gap in between those older shows to him. So it was so refreshing to finally see us portrayed in, in that comedic fashion. Like we, you know, we had the Cosby's, we had um the spin-offs from the Cosby's. Living, but it, living single, living yeah. single different world. Different, different world. world. But we didn't yeah. have that funny. You know what I'm saying? He was he just brung that funny where you it just where it didn't matter what you were doing, everything ceased to exist <laughs> for that exactly. 30 minutes, man. And we had to be in front of that TV for that, yep. man. Exactly. I got to meet Martin Lawrence. I got to oh, meet Martin Lawrence. Yeah, really? one time I got to meet Martin Lawrence and I got to meet Dereese Rowland, which is one of Martin's right-hand ladies that wrote a lot on the Martin show. Okay. She came to uh, one of my premieres of my short films. Um, so, well, I'll tell you this quick story. Me, Martin, man, that was the only celebrity <laughs> I've met that I was nervous, that I was like trying to, because what I wanted to talk to him about was an opportunity to pick his brain. This was when I was a lot younger. And um, so he was at the improv and a friend of mine who knows I love Martin, like, hey, Martin is up here. You need to come up here. I raced, stopped whatever I was doing, <laughs> went to the co comedy club and was just waiting for him to come out and was preparing what I wanted to tell him because I knew I had like a few seconds to talk to him. And Nipsey was with him, who is, his name is Sean, which is his, like his bodyguard. Okay. Um, so when he walked out, my whole plan was to talk to him to see if there was a moment where we could sit down and I could pick his brain as a comic. But what, what came out was like, sound like I was asking him on a date. I was like, hey, man, can I, I was like, hey, bro, can I, I was like, hey, bro, can I take you out to eat or something? Like, he came out wrong, bro. <laughs> Let me tell you the dopest thing. <laughs> Martin didn't look at me strange. He didn't look at me strange, man. He looked at me as though he knew what I was feeling. Right. He looked okay. at me as though he understood why I was like lost for words. And he said, you a comic? I was like, yeah, man, I'm from Chicago. I'm a comic. He's like, hey, hey, I got this show. First thing he did was try to help me. He said, hey, Sean, get his information. We're doing this show, First Amendment. Send your stuff in. Let's see if we can get you on there. Oh, dope. Okay. That was what Martin Lawrence did the first time he met me. I didn't ask him for nothing. Wow. I didn't, I, other than trying to pick his brain. And so I asked him out on a and, date. And on a date. I, <laughs> other than asking him out on a date, a man date though. <laughs> the bromance has begun. <laughs> you know, so that that's a great great story for me, man. Because the first time I met somebody I admired greatly in my career. The one thing he tried to do was to give me an opportunity. So, you know, that that stands with me, will always live with me, man. So, yeah, yeah. I appreciate it. Hey, man, you got to shoot your shot, man. You can't let the opportunities pass, man. Rather, hey, rather you succeed ready, or you fail, I, I shot my shot. Les Brown just told me, I'm going to shoot it every time. I ain't been, like, letting none. I'm shooting them every time I get every, it. Every time you get them, you got to. Every you got time. to. What's every next? Time. What's next, man? Uh, let's see. What's something that only black moms say? A, stay in a child's place. B, I brought you into this world. C, I'm the mama, you the child. And D, or D, I'll give you something to cry about. They say all those. All of yeah. them. All, all of the above. All of them. <laughs> I bring you this world, I take you out. I'm your mama, you shut up, man. <laughs> Everything you just said, my mama just said more than a million times. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And and just minus the only thing was missing was the belt swapping. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, and man. the other one, other ones like you look just like you act just like your daddy. Well, I don't like you. Just right. Just like your daddy. <laughs> <laughs> or or I slap the black off of. I slap right. the black off you exactly. <laughs> 
My mama say, I didn't buy all that food for you to eat it up. I'm like, why you buy it then? Why you buy it? <laughs> You're right. And At then if time. it go to waste, why y'all to eat this food? I'm like, I'm so confused. I don't know what you want. <laughs> I didn't buy this food for it to go to waste. You just said you didn't buy it for us to eat it up. I don't know what you want. What do right. you want in life? I don't know. You're confusing. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Uh, what's one thing you should never bring around family? A, money. B, weed. C, gum. Or D, whoever you're dating. It seems like you, you should bring out. I don't think the dating part. I think everything else, because most people, I don't smoke, but the weed, the gum, everybody going to take your gum, money, all your family always begging for money. That's for sure, for sure. You know, uh, your uncle, like, hey, let me, give me $20. Boy, I, come on, man. I'm your uncle. Come on, look out for me. <laughs> Right. <laughs> you just said, on t- you got that TV money. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, bro, I came. Bro, I just came from home. Everybody asking me for money, man. I'm like, bro, I ain't made it yet, bro. Right. Like, I ain't made it yet. Oh, I'm, say, like, I'm to, still, I'm still trying to, to make ends meet. Come to my house. I, I, the bills are still sitting there. Sitting there. I got to pay them when I get home. Yeah, the bills don't have nothing to do with famous. And they right. don't understand that TV money don't come in until later. So you do a show, and you're like, I ain't even got all money yet. I'm still waiting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I say true. all of them, and the girl part. But yeah, I would say all of them. That's sticky though, bro. You talking about bringing that 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 unexpected girl home? She's gonna get the business. She, yeah. She's gonna... Well, some families, you know what I'm saying? Because it's about like when you say what they gonna talk about it. Like if she bogus, but if she bad, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, like yeah, if she you... bogus, then yeah, my family like, ooh, ooh, how you know <laughs> he was bringing you? <laughs> oh, you do know? Okay. <laughs> yeah, but you you know you had that relative that have that reputation where they yes. just they always they the suspect one you know they always bringing somebody home and it don't last like you know who oh, that's you my really did that was my little brother <laughs> my mama's like I don't want to be friends with this one I don't know how long she gonna be here right <laughs> I'm gonna speak and I'm moving on <laughs> he, he in a relationship now so he's been in a relationship for two years with a nice young lady who I think is great for him so. Um, and he really loved her, so I think he gonna make it. But yeah, my mom was like, "Ooh, don't just marry him." My mom so want him to be married because like, he used to just go through him like his dream. Like mom, she's so off. She be saying that in front of the girl. He used to yeah, just she, she used to say it in front of the other ones, not the main one. Oh, okay. All right. She said she said this in front of one girl in front of me. She's like, how you doing? I'm sorry. I don't know your name. It'd be so many. What's your name? Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? No, you See? did not. I, was just, I couldn't even say. And, you know, it came out so natural. Like, she didn't even know. I told her what she said afterwards. She's like, I didn't say that. I would never say that. I'm like, yes, you did. You did say that. <laughs> And that's funny because it leads me into the kind of next question, but this should be added to it. So it says, uh, what's something your family says that's nice, but is actually shady? A responds, that's cute. B says, little in front of anything. C says, bless your heart. Or D says, I'm going to pray for you. All of the above. Yeah, all of the above. But the two that stands out to me is like, oh, I see your little car. I see your little, <laughs> I see your little outfit. You know what I mean? Oh, I see That's your little, little girlfriend. Like, it, it could be great. That means it's good, but they minimizing it, right? Right, right. right. <laughs> 
bless your heart kind of is like condescending. You know what I mean? Like when you're trying to do something, but you ain't quite make it. Oh, the boy that tried to put his own, try to pick his own clothes, could bless his heart. You know? <laughs> right? Oh, that's what they call the baby when it's ugly. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, look at the look. He so he got some strong features. Bless his heart. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. I gotta use that with some strong features. <laughs> I didn't heard some people say, well, look at her. She looks just like her daddy. That is all right. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, uh, what's what's something you're liable to get popped for in church? Falling asleep, taking an elder seat, talking too loud, or leaving during altar call? All of those. Yeah, like all of my grandma was the usher. All of those. <laughs> yeah, I didn't got smacked in the back of the head many times falling asleep in the church. Oh my god! Oh many my god! Times. Man, and that's the best time you feel like to sleep. You feel like you're sleeping with the angels. Oh. You just feel like they put you to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> feel like they're just sitting on your eyelids. Like, go ahead, go to sleep, God. You you're already good. You go ahead. And they smack you. You look around, and everybody looking at you like, dang. Yeah, <laughs> that's the first thing you're looking to see who saw it. Who saw it? <laughs> like, who's, you don't care about the smack. Who saw me get smacked? That's that's right. Right. That means more. Because <laughs> you're more embarrassed than anything. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Let's see. Um, what might someone say when they're about to lie? Uh, a. What I got to lie for. B. Believe what you want. C, huh? D. What? <laughs> Wait a minute. See, he laughed at the huh, because that's the one that stuck with me, too. Because them kids do that all the time. You actually they did something, huh? Man, you heard me. That's why I know you lied. You heard me before you said they lied. Wait, what? Wait, what was D? D was what had happened was. Oh, yeah, that's definitely a lie. That's definitely a lie. But that, yeah. huh? And then I got a homeboy. He tell his friend, he tell his son all the time. His son go, huh? He say, your homework, now how about your brakes? Because you're getting ready to lie. Pump your brakes. <laughs> <laughs> My son, he don't even know. He has this look when he lies. You know what I mean? You could tell. Like, he gets like, uh, I like his face just changes. I'm like, boy, you can't lie. <laughs> right. Like, Let's see. Gotta tell him I wasn't born this big. Now I know when you get ready to lie. Yeah, man, I've been here. Like we've done this before. Yeah. So I'm, I'm gonna throw this one at y'all. Um, okay. What's something a non-black person, <laughs> whatever that is, but <laughs> non-black person like, but now nah, whatever something. What's something a non-black person should do when adopting a black baby? A. Not teach do them it. their history. No, I'm just playing. That's not how I feel. A teach them their history. B learn to cook soul food. C learn how to do their hair. D start attending a black church. Start attending a black church <laughs> for sure. That might you, be too much for them. <laughs> you gonna get all your you gonna get all the A, B, and C at the black church. You gonna learn how to cook soul food. You gonna learn how to teach them about their history. And what was the other one? Uh, how to do combing their hair? And you gonna learn how to comb their hair? This all in, it's all in the house of the Lord. It's all in, it's all in the <laughs> that's, house. That's it's true, though. House. It's all in the, the house. The congregation will help you through. Will see you through. <laughs> they will see you through all of it. You will get all, all you it. need there, <laughs> and you are gonna get say all you need is in the house of the Lord. You understand me? <laughs> that's real. <laughs> that, that's true, though. I didn't think about that. <laughs> All right, what's the absolute wrong place for somebody to try and get your number? Church, a funeral, work, or a health clinic? 
What? Oh, oh that's terrible. I think. <laughs> I think. What's the wrong place? The health yeah. clinic. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> um, that is funny. I mean, it's according to what y'all both did for. So y'all no, both but you know be. what? You know why I laugh at that one? Because what's the little the little stand up you did about the girl date? Oh Just yeah, yeah. Crazy girl dating. I say, was... I say, I say, women should be honest up front. Like men and women should be honest and just give all of your worst stuff. And one woman be like, I had a few diseases in the past, but I'm clean now. I got the paperwork to prove it. You know, what I mean? just let them know. So later on, she don't find out. Like you had chlamydia before. See, that's the conversation whether I ever start the clinic. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I just walked out with my papers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think I think definitely not at the clinic and definitely not at the funeral. But no, but it'd be it'd be some situations at the funeral. You'd be one, you'd be hoping they don't grieve too much. Let me go and console her. She is beautiful. She needs some consoling. <laughs> <laughs> I think this this would be the last one right here. Um, okay. You might be bougie if you only drive luxury cars, only shop at Whole Foods, eat fried chicken with a fork and knife, oh. never been to the store with house shoes on. I think the ch- eating the chicken with a uh, fork and knife for sure you bougie. <laughs> Definitely bougie. That's the only one. I, I The house shoes, I that's not too, like, like it's according to where you grew up in Chicago. You can't go to knowing our house shoes, boy. You we gotta be ready to fight. You can't fight. <laughs> so you gotta have tennis shoes laced up at yeah, all. Yeah, you time. gotta be ready and prepared whenever <laughs> the time comes. You know what I'm saying? So you can't wear no house shoes. But definitely, <laughs> definitely eating chicken with a fork and a and a knife is something wrong. You bougie for sure. Y'all ever see do that? Yeah, I've seen somebody do that, and I was talking right. to him about it. Wow. I, you got to. You got to like look here, man. You you embarrassing me, man. Put that knife and fork down and pick <laughs> that chicken saying. up. And, and I, I was arguing, my man. I'm saying the leg is made for you to grab it. Like it's not made for the it, it literally got a handle on it for you. What is wrong? You got a handle on it. Like it's literally made for you to hold it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it is too. Like it's perfect. It's, it's it, got, like... it got it's perfect for your hand. It's no other. It's a better way to eat it. <laughs> if you don't do nothing else, at least eat the legs with your with hands. With your hands, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And the little leg on the wing. With your... <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> the boozy the boozy chicken eating starter kid. <laughs> and you just snapping uh, the exactly. That's funny, boy. <laughs> That's funny. That's so I, I, I think, uh, I think Barry, I think you get to keep your your black card, dog. I think you are good to go, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate. It. <laughs> I, I feel very confident with my black card, man. I, you know, I don't plan on let, ever getting it revoked. You know what I mean? He, he might, he might be the person to be able to do the uh, death reveal skit. Yo, What's yes, <laughs> to death. You know what? <laughs> I just had to. <laughs> You know how y'all like the the phenomenon is now? It's the, uh, <laughs> the, the I can't baby. even get it out. No, right? You the know. baby the baby reveal. You know, hey, I always have the baby reveal parties, right? Right. So we were thinking about. So what if there was a debt reveal party? How would that go across? <laughs> oh, like, a debt reveal! Oh, hilarious! <laughs> like That's if you about to, like about to die, you got like three weeks to die. You pop the balloon and you find out. Oh, I got three weeks. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> 
how would you act if you, if you bust that balloon? You got three days. It's like that's definitely a party killer. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what to do. I'm, yeah, that's scary. I don't know what would I do, man. I don't know. That's scary. Don't, exactly. If I got three days to live, I'm going to eat a lot of buffalo wings. I love buffalo wings. <laughs> I'm gonna spend everybody gonna stick everybody I love gotta be with me the whole time, I guess. I don't know, that's funny. For that's three days, everybody gotta be with you. Yeah, they just gotta stay with me the whole three days. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go do everything I like and they're gonna be right there to support me through it. Do the whole thing. Cause you know you're gonna have you gonna go through them, them them stages of grief and rage, you know, and, and just gonna be they're gonna have to experience the whole thing. Like this dude having so many mood swings. I only got three days to live. Gotta get right, it all right. out. You gotta fast forward it because it gotta right. <laughs> <laughs> You gonna go through I'm, so much. You gonna be so many people within those right. days. Right. I'm a grief for y'all. Y'all been with me about the grief for three hours now. We <laughs> and, and think, think if you there with your buddy and, and he pop his balloon and his got like six years on there. Oh man, <laughs> he gonna be hating. He hating. I'm hating on him. Right. Yeah. Right. And he can't. He can't say nothing. <laughs> like you got all the time in the world. Don't talk to me. You can't say nothing. <laughs> Everything I want to do is all that matters. <laughs> no, you, you know you can't go to the bathroom. You got six years to go to the bathroom. No, <laughs> you go to the bathroom later. After these three days, you can go whenever you feel right. like. It's all about me right now. <laughs> yeah, you better put on a diaper today, bro. I mean, <laughs> just think about all the things you would do, man. You be like you gonna be spending your money reckless and all this kind oh. of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Man, what would I buy? I don't know. It's gonna be some frivolous stuff. Yeah, I don't even know what I would do. Oh, I know what I'll do. Yeah, three, days? Oh, three days? Three days? Three days? Try to live it up, but it, it's that's crazy. I'm gonna eat chicken with a fork and knife in my three days. You know what's funny? You know what's funny? You've been to do all that, spend all your money, then the three days, like, no, it ain't true. Now you broke, and then you got to live your life and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like, you bust the wrong balloon. <laughs> Like you, you told your landlord, like forget you, like you, right. all the money. you went to your boss job and kicked over the table. All right. You told him how you really feel. feel. <laughs> you trying to go back and get the job? Oh, that's messed up. Uh, you know what's funny? Let me tell you a story. It's about a comedian. I think his name is Quincy. I don't know him. I met him once out here. He went on the Ellen show, and I think Ellen and they raised some money for him to do his his special. And he's supposed to have a deadly disease, and he's supposed to die so people was helping him come to do the things he wanted to do before he died like to do his own stand-up special i think hbo it came on hbo and everything and so this was a long time ago so i ran into him and this girl that was talking to him i was just like i was kind of like hey like like i ain't looking for him to die but like he looked real normal right now like he looked like he's supposed like it was like i was asking like when he leaving because he don't look <laughs> like he's sick not that i <laughs> <laughs> Not that I want him to go, <laughs> but but that you start to question like, was you ever really sick to the to when you was gonna die? Right. Yeah. Like, you're supposed to be dead by now. Cause he in the club <laughs> drinking drinks. I'm like, he's living a good life. It don't look like <laughs> it. Don't mean it ain't true, but it just I don't know. I don't know how that looks. You know, I guess that's right. Just, you don't really know how it looks to be preparing for death when people just live in regular. But you, like, you, but you know, it don't like, look like that. That's what I would think. Right, right. I don't think it's like you just in the club kicking it, drinking, be, be drinking, just laughing and socializing. Like, don't you got something to do before you right. get your affairs in order? Yeah, like you should be somewhere. 
So, oh, yeah, that's funny. We that's funny. We come up to the end of the show, man. I, again, man, I appreciate you coming through, man, and, and entertaining bro. us and, and our listeners, bro. Uh, where can the people find you? Man, please, on social media, on IG and Facebook, Barry Brewer Jr., Barry with an A, Brewer Jr. They can go to my website, berrybrewercomedy.com, and find out about my stand-up special. The name of it is Chicago, I'm Home. It'll be on right now. It's on iTunes. Please pre-order if you can on the 19th. It'll be everywhere. Amazon, Google Play. It'll be on Comcast, on demand, Spectrum, uh, all the cases. Everywhere. Everywhere. So please, Chicago, I'm home, man. And check me out on a new show that's coming out on BT in April called Gang People Play Star Lauren London and a few other of us. Jackie Long, me, myself. That's what I meant to ask you about that that spec. Yeah. When is that release? That's coming out in April. April, okay. Yeah, and check out the show on, on Netflix, man. Oh, dope. Smash, any yes, closing sir. words, my brother? Nah, I just want to thank the brother, uh, Barry, for coming on the show, man. That was that was dope. I appreciate you coming on, man. You Like I said, you're a humble brother. I see it, man. I, you can just, sometimes you can just see people and you can see what's about to happen. And you are one of those people that I can just see you about to blow up. And I'm gonna be, I'm gonna see you on BT or some award show or something. I'm gonna be like, hey man, that's the dude we did the interview with. They gonna be like, man, you don't know that dude, man. Get out of here. I'm gonna be like, no, nah, come, you know, I'm gonna be in the house. Look, play it right here, like an old man. Play it. Look, I got it right here. But hey, don't, don't that sound like him? <laughs> don't like, that sound like him? <laughs> hey man, hey, that's a blessing, brother. That's a blessing, man. That is a blessing to be a part, man. And y'all keep in touch with me, man. Like I said, it is a challenge. With you know having kids, being a dad, being a husband, being all of these different hats, and trying to you balance know it all, bro. give balance yeah balance it all. it all and give the proper attention to all those areas, man. But thank you so much for having me, man. And definitely, hopefully, I could be back on here. Y'all show be greater, and, and I pray that y'all continue and all the endeavors that y'all got, man. That God continues to bless y'all and all the dreams you're trying to accomplish, man. That they come true. No Appreciate doubt. that. So with that being said, much love, and we out. Peace. Peace. We have returned to claim the pyramid. Partying on the mothership. I am the mothership connection. Get down in 3D. Light year groove. Well, all right.